Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 156 of the Hawks Talk podcast and all things Atlanta Hawks podcast hosted by two lifelong Hawks fans. As always, I am Jackson, joined today by my lovely co-host, Logan. Logan, how are you? Bang! Luca magic! Oh, my... I mean, let's all be real here. For for a quarter of a second, a half second, maybe even a full second, we all thought that Luca shot was going in, right? Every- oh, 100%. I had to watch it back to see how much he missed by because he didn't miss by much. Like if you look at, he was very, very close to just sinking that. It wasn't. It was you know considering the difficulty of the shot, it was close. It was. Uh, I mean, Sadiq really did all he could too. Um, it's not like you know because you have you, there's such a fine line there because you can't really d up because if you foul him, then you're just basically doing the same thing that that screwed you over in the first place. Um, and and even though Luca is not a great free throw shooter, he's probably hitting. At least two of the three to tie. Um, but yeah, yeah. The, when I saw that rainbow arc, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> no, no. No. He's hit one of those before in his rookie year against Portland. Like, that's all I can think about. Yeah, and it's literally from just the opposite corner. And it was like a very similar shot. It was just the opposite corner. And it was a rainbow, and it perfectly in. Yeah, so thank God, instead of uh, Luca clipping on us, we actually pretty much uh, ended the Maverick season. So that, that's honestly perfect. That's, that's so much better. That, like, things... Could not have ended better, um, I guess, technically in that sense. But um, kind of skipped the intro and went straight into to the content. But yeah, hey, hey Jackson, I'm doing We needed to. It was important. This one, like I know playing in different conferences, like these two will ever be forever linked together. We needed this one, man. Like we've heard it for years. Oh, y'all traded Trey. I mean, y'all traded Luca for Trey, all that. To like be the reason their season's over. Because like mathematically, it's not over. I will say they need to no, like, they, but need, they need to win four games. So they only have three left. Oh, well, they, they need to win the rest of the three games and they need like Minnesota and someone else to lose some. So, yeah, they need to beat the Kings, um, who admittedly the Kings may not have much to play for. I think they're pretty much locked in, but they may not be. But also the Kings, they're probably just having fun, man. Like, like, why would you stop? Why I mean, would you to be fair? The Kings, the Kings lost to the Spurs last night. The Spurs didn't have Keldon. They didn't have what's his face. Jesus. All right. So yeah. somebody said. Somebody said the Spurs lost the Kings lost to the Spurs with all the players who don't have 2K face scans. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, but the thing is the the Mavericks also play the Bulls. Um, and the Bulls are one a lot better lately, and two, the Bulls will be fighting for their season. Um, not necessarily the season, fighting for seeding, because I'm pretty much the Bulls are locked into the play in, but um in the play in seven and eight is a whole hell of a lot better than nine and ten. Um so and then the Mavericks play the Spurs. So realistically, the Mavericks have a chance to win all three, but they also need the Suns. I mean, that's uh, the the the, blah, 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 the OKC Thunder, the Thunder to to lose either all of their games or um, like two of them. Um, and the Thunder schedules harder, but you know, it, look, the Mavericks just have been dog shit for two months now. Um, we made it almost mathematically impossible. I think the next Mavericks loss is essentially they're eliminated. They're going to be the 11th seed in the West. They're going to be watching ping pong balls and praying they keep their pick. Because also remember, if their pick ends up in 11 to 14, which will be, I think, their most likely uh, outcome, um, they don't, the, the pick goes to New York. Um, so they're going to really be hoping for some lottery luck. And I'm going to really be hoping they don't get it because doesn't that seem kind of like the NBA move? You know, Luca is one of the most marketable players. He's the prodigal son, he's the, he's the beloved. You know, annual MVP favorite until they, you know, everyone realizes that. What do you call it? The Kia ladder MVP favorite every year, every November. 
until everyone realizes that you actually have to win like at least 45 games in a season to even come close to an MVP and, and the Mavericks are dog shit. Um, so it, like, would any of us really be surprised if they wink, wink, nudge, nudged uh, Wemby or even Brandon Miller? Because let's be real, Brandon Miller next to Luka would probably just absolutely cook. I'm thinking like 20 points a game as a rookie um, type of cooking. So, um, you know, I would not be surprised if it happens. You could probably even play Scoot next to Luka. Um, it may be weird, um, as you can see with the Kyrie and Luka stuff. But, hey, any Mavericks loss is a good loss. I, I, I've sort of given up on the Luka Trey rivalry thing because it's all been very forced. It's all very like online fans and like executives want to push the narrative. It's just like, it's just, you know, what's the point anymore, man? Like is Luka a better player, especially this season? Yeah. But at the same time, Luka has not done anything um, extra with his better performance. Like he's been better and it hasn't led to anything. They've all, you know, Trey and Luka both gone to one conference finals. They both won two playoff series and lost the rest. They've both uh, <laughs> made an all-NBA team. Luka just has, you know, better scoring during the regular season. That's that's really just kind of the gist of it. And Luka has uh, a worse team around him and a worse uh, front office and a worse uh, future for his franchise. So at the end of the day... Hawks fans, we can always take our victory lap somewhere, and I will take it there. And any anytime Mark Cuban feels pain is a good time for me. I don't know about you, Jackson, but they also have a way worse coach. Oh no, I'm on board. Fuck Mark Cuban, of yeah, course, yeah, always. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and also uh, Luke is about to get another coach fired, so they'll it'll literally be hey, one more than Trey. But you don't hear the coach killer narrative for now. Nah, it'll be the same number as Trey now because it, it was uh, Carlisle, which he he. I mean, Luca got a long-standing championship coach fired. And Carlisle, or quote-unquote fired, stepped down, a mutual agreement, whatever. Uh, Trey got Lloyd Pierce fired. Um, and then Nate McMillan, who is, like, no nobody in the league. Like, people went to bat for Lloyd Pierce. Nobody even bothered to go to bat for Nate McMillan. Um, so, yeah. Um, keep that in mind, folks. You know, hey, uh, that that win last night, obviously, it's just a good win to, to you know, if, if you really want to cling on to the playoff hope. Um, that helped us be the eight seed instead of the nine or ten seed. Um, but even we were intense if we lost. Yeah, but even beyond that, it's all about the narratives, baby. And last night was, even though it was an ugly ass win, um, a, a team, a game that neither team really deserved to win. It's a win for the narrative book. So we take those. I mean, in last night, wow, it was probably like the weirdest Hawks game we've had in a while. Probably honestly the weirdest game of the season. It's like you're up by 15. I don't know. Like in the, uh, I, I swear we've had I swear we've had that exact same game three times over. Like haven't there been multiple games this year where we fouled the guy in the last possession and the cost is? I'm not even thinking about the Jalen Johnson Hornets game because that wasn't a real foul. But like I that was the Bulls game you're talking about in like yeah, January. I want to say. Yeah, I literally called. I was like, we're about to foul somebody, aren't we? And we did. And it's that not, was so puzzling. And and it's like not, I tweeted this out on Twitter and like. Why not just camp Capella under the rim? Why did you make Capella run with JaVale McGee? Like, of course he's going to get beat. It's Clint Capella, people. Like, what? Why didn't you just camp him under the rim? They had no. They can't get a shot off. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw someone say the only time there's been a jump shot type of shot made with four with point four seconds left was Derek Fisher one time, but every other attempt has either been late or missed. Yeah, it's I, like it's also JaVale McGee. He's not making it. So like, that made no sense. I mean, you should just camp Capella under the rim. Yeah, because you sort of wonder if Capella is just camping there. One, do they even try the lob? Because even though JaVale is bigger, 
and has a longer wingspan than Capella, I, I believe, like... I mean, you know. Capella can jump higher, right? Like, I mean, you also I have mean, John I, Collins. I mean, I don't know about like, jump higher, but, like, if he's already there, like, are you really going <laughs> to, like, risk it on the two extra inches that JaVale McGee has? Pause. Like, are you really going to risk it? Or, or at that point, you're going to just settle for whatever the, the plan B action is for that play. So, um, you know, it was, the game should have been over the second Christian Wood missed that free throw. But, you know, um, it, it is what it is. Luckily, JaVale missed one. Um, and I feel bad for JaVale because he hasn't played in a while. He played like 25 minutes straight last night, which is kind of crazy to think about because he's a center too. Like Nobody nobody should blame JaVale for one, their loss last night, or two, any of their issues this season because I honestly believe ja- JaVale would have been like a decent role player for them if he played more of the season. They need any type of defense. or And I'm not saying JaVale McGee's a great defender, but he at least has an imposing like presence. You're not going to drive in on JaVale McGee without a real plan. No, Christian Wood is cooked down there. Dwight yeah. Powell, Maxi Kleber. No, those guys were they were getting like sauced on by Trey Young in the paint. Like, come on now. Yeah, like Javel McGee. I'm not saying he's a great defensive player, but you're not going in there blindly and just throwing something up because he's a legit seven footer. That you know, for all the jokes against Javel McGee, he's stayed in the league for at least a decade now, right? Like he has legit staying. He's had legit staying power in the league. Like, I mean, he's know. a champion too. Yeah, yeah. I think two time. I think he won both the KD. Um, uh, with Warriors and the Lakers. I wasn't even thinking that. I, I was thinking he was on both the KD uh, Warriors championship teams, but you may be right. It may be one with the Lakers and Warriors. The point is, he's 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 a decent player who's had a pretty good career. It's kind of puzzling that he hasn't played more. And it's not his fault that like he missed one free throw because, let's be real. He's a center. I mean, come on, people. He's a center that's known for not being able to shoot free throws. Christian Wood was missed far more important free throws, and Christian Wood at least is like, a 70% free throw shooter, I believe. Um, Luca missed multiple free throws, if I'm remembering correctly. Really, the, the Mavericks team as a whole just missed like 12 free throws, and that's essentially what cost them this game, which essentially cost them their season. So, um, hate to see it, but I'm sure at the end of the day, like, Mavericks fans will probably just be happy Jason Kidd will be out of there. Cause, I mean, get Jason Kidd fired, have a chance of getting your pick back? I mean, come on now. Yeah, it could be a worse because let's be real, they were getting cooked around one. The only only real issue is they traded a first and uh, role players, like legitimate decent role players for Kyrie, who maybe Kyrie stays, but like, do the Mavericks? I even, don't think Kyrie stays now. Do the Mavericks even want him to stay at this point? I the Mavericks should be in a mini rebuild. Like I don't know what you do. Um, Kristen Woods retooling a, while remaining competitive. Like Kristen Woods, a UFA, I believe. They're like Josh Green's a solid little role player, um, and he's young, so good for them on that. Um, that guy, that Josh, Hardy, um, he could develop into something good, but it's like that roster is cooked, especially if they, you know, they're gonna get nothing or at best like a minimal piece in the sign and trade for Kyrie. Like they're cooked. Um, they don't even have their picks um, because, well, that many picks to trade. Like you know, it's just. It's not looking good for them, folks. You know, for as miserable as the Hawks season's been, at least we have multiple good young players. Shout out again to Okongu. I don't know if you've been, like, I know you've been sort of softening your stance on Okongu. Have you looked at his box scores lately? No, no. I, I, I may have been wrong about Okongu. I'll say it on here. You know, I may have, you know, may have been a swing and a whiff for me, but no. I'm like, not, the past, like, two months or so, he's been hooping. Yeah. I'll give, his, I'll give him his flowers. I'm not even trying to, like, cook you, but, like, the last dozen games his box scores have been like holy crap like i didn't realize he was basically putting up 15 a game like you never think of a congo as a scorer but 
he's been regularly giving us 12, 15, 18. Uh, he had a 21 point night. Um, like that's legitimately valuable scoring for us in, in ways that Capella just hasn't really, I feel like since his first season here. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I said this to you, but you can really tell that Quinn has a lot of trust in, like I'll say, a Congo and Trey, but he really has a lot of trust in a Congo because last night, I mean, the Rockets, they deployed the two center lineup. Like Christian Wood, you know, he's like, what, six foot 10, six foot 11. And then JaVale McGee, who's a true seven footer. I mean, when you have those two in the game, you're thinking, hey, let's go to Capella. I mean, Capella, you know, he plays like a seven footer. I mean, he rolled with a Kongwu. So you can tell that Quinn definitely has a lot of trust in a Kongwu, which could mean something going into this offseason where we're expecting like a lot of turnover. I mean, if he trusts uh, a Kongwu a lot, which he seems to off of that, I mean, what does it say about Capella? Like, we've had this conversation before, but. Yeah. I think last night showed that uh, Quinn really does trust the Kongu. I mean, letting him play. I, I mean, mean, even though you have every reason to, you know, play Capella there. And then Trey Young, I mean, Trey Young took way too many game winners for my liking. I'd like if we talked about Trey's performance. But, uh, yeah, you can tell that Quinn really trusts those two. And that's that's one thing I've noticed about Quinn so far. So You can tell. I mean, Quinn has trust in his bench because the bench has played so well under Quinn. Like, Sadiq, I mean, Sadiq pretty much had to start because Hunter is out, which Hunter is going to be up. Maybe the rest of the regular season, he's got a bone bruise in his knee. Um, unsurprisingly, that knee is still a little problematic. But uh, you know, I, this is probably no, the other knee this time. Oh, is it really? I, I never. I yeah, never, it's not the one he got surgery on. It's the other one. I never looked to see which uh, knee it was, but I will say, to Hunter's credit, this is uh, this is his healthiest season. So, well, technically, his his rookie season. I think he played in all games except for one. But this season, he's played in the most games total. He'll he's played in sixty five. Um, assuming he doesn't play in any more this year, it'll be 65. So um, the the health issues with Hunter have not been so bad this year, but the truth is, is like, you know, knee stuff is scary. But yeah, back to my point, like Sadiq was playing crunch time minutes. Um, Jalen Johnson plays crunch time defensive minutes. Okongwu, you just mentioned. Um, Bogey, you know, obviously you're not going to put Bogey in crunch defensive minutes, but obviously crunch offensive minutes, he's going to be in there. He's been... Probably our best shooter still the past, I mean, long time, technically. He's probably been our best shooter every game he's been playing. It just doesn't always turn out, like, he doesn't always shoot well. You know, sometimes players miss shots. But, yeah, the bench has been very good. So, it's not surprising that Quinn Snyder would would trust them compared to (laughs) some of the starters, which have been a little untrustworthy, like Trey last night. Although, Quinn obviously still trusts Trey because you don't come to coach, you don't choose to coach the Hawks if you, like, don't think highly of Trey because Trey is the engine to everything. Um, which one, one last side note about the Mavericks. Um, Quinn very like, very possibly could have chosen the Mavericks, you know, if, if we didn't hire him last month, if we waited till the off season. So who knows? Maybe yeah, I mean, we talked about why it was so important to not let him have his choice to get him like sealed because you never know who's going to like Philadelphia. They might fire doc rivers. I mean, the Mavericks, they look, the Mavericks look due for a coaching change. Some they, roster they are, they are like, there's no reason. There's no reason to keep Jason Kidd unless Mark Cuban doesn't want to, you know, shell out the money, which I don't think he's that type of owner. So, um, yeah, I'm. Yeah, like, let's let's be real, man. Like, we may have uh, also kind of screwed the Mavericks out of the best ca- coach candidate uh, on the market. So, another another win for us, baby. What, there we go. Two wins at once. Also, just want to say, Logan, who's ready for a fun fact of the day? You ready? Yeah, I'm, I mean, Luka Doncic has never scored over 30 points against the Hawks. One of the most prolific scores in this in the league. He's been in the league what five years now? This year, five for him and Trey. Never once scored over 30. His highest was 26 last year. 
Fun fact of the day. I, I was gonna pull out. I was honestly, I was gonna make a big, uh, big tweet, like basically, um, the, the punchline being that Luca and Trey basically are just the same player. Like people think Luca's way better, but they always just end up the same. Um, and part of that is, I I feel like Luca's definitely below five hundred against the Hawks in his career. He's missed a couple of the games, so I'm trying to like, you know, think back, but. I know his uh, his and Trey's rookie year, the Hawks won at least once. Obviously, we swept this year. I know last year, I think maybe we swept or at least we won opening night. Um, like it's basically been five hundred every year at least, and we swept. So it's like Trey, Trey. He's four and four. I guess those are games that he's played in. Then yeah, yeah, that he's played in. Of course, he didn't play in the twenty nineteen or twenty twenty games. So. Yeah, so lost lost the first one in 2018. Won the next. He won the next three actually. I and remember. Then, uh, they I lost because that, that he lost back to back now. Because so. because that, that second season was when the Mavericks were actually pretty good and made the playoffs, and, and the Hawks were god awful. That's right. That's right. So, uh, but the point is when is in total the Hawks are above 500 against the Mavericks uh, since they've both been drafted. It's just like there's also games where trade in play, and, and I don't know the record in that. So I'm like I'm not really that bothered to look it up, but. Yeah, um, point being, again, you know, the Mavericks are a whole lot of do for nothing, man. A whole lot of MVP for hype for essentially what... Chris 5-5 five five versus the Mavericks in the career. For essentially what boils down to empty stats. Um, so, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I just... that That is a fun fact, Jackson. Thank you. That that was a, a a lovely fun fact. I will say, give give Hunter his credit. He's locked down Luka before. Give Sadiq Bay some credit. He was playing some pretty decent defense against Luka last night. Um, Luka was also just missing shots, which happens. You know, he's very hot or cold. And when he's He hot, actually scored 30 once. So his career high against us is 30, exactly. Never higher than 30, though. Which, I mean, for Luka, I mean, considering the guy routinely puts up like 40 points, he, like 30 plus, I mean. Yeah, he's had 550 bombs this year alone. So, yeah. Um, which is kind of crazy. Also, the... Also, the 30-point effort was in a losing effort. Therefore, it uh, doesn't count. <laughs> Empty stats, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, let's talk about trade performance last night. I think that was interesting. I mean, he obviously didn't shoot good, but 12 assists, two turnovers. I mean, you always take that, especially from your point guard. Um, Trey was so anti-clutch last night, though. This is something that me and you talked about just off the podcast, but it was like... I said this on Twitter to JP. I was like, yo, you can definitely tell that Trey's playing to the occasion right now because Trey was not playing like Trey's game and he was not in his element. I remember, you know, laying the fourth, Trey's going for the highlight. So he's doing like the step back stuff, which I mean, Logan, you've said this plenty of times. Whenever Trey takes a step back, it's usually not going in. That's just not his shot, man. He's not a step back kind of guy. Yeah, it'd be awesome if it went in, um, but it just it was not falling last night. And then I remember you could really tell he was playing to the occasion and not playing, you know, Trey Young game. He was playing to, you know, hit the dagger on Luca. Whenever he took like that post shot, you know what I'm talking about? I think it was yeah. either late in the fourth. Yep. That went bad too. Um I mean But uh I, I mean besides that, you know, it just Trey just wasn't hitting a shot, man. But I will say though, a lot of people were like pulling up stats like, oh yeah, Luca was clampy Trey. Like, no, Trey was I'll give Lucas props. He probably had like two, three possessions where he played solid defense on Trey. The rest, Trey was frying him. I mean, he was frying him. He was just bricking the shot. The guy was not close last night. I mean, I mean, one of the out there. One of the last possessions last night, maybe it was an overtime. I don't remember what it was. Trey absolutely cooked Luca, missed the shot, but then I think it was either Capella or John grabbed the rebound and put it in. Like Trey gets, uh, uh, you know, a missed field goal for that, but he absolutely cooks Luca and gets them the bucket because, you know, he he cooks the defense and is quicker. And then obviously 
our guys are better rebounders than Christian Wood, so they they grab it and put it in. But yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of people are going to clown on besides that, but but for the foul. But besides that, Capello was also pretty good last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Capello's, you know. Capella's, I remember I texted you whenever Capello made the tip that put his head. I was like, who would imagine Capello being the uh, hero tonight? And then like a few possessions later, a foul happens. I said, I meant the villain, actually. Yeah, so funny how that worked out. But yeah, that thing with Trey was like the the last, I, it was his regulation, maybe a minute, something left. After the DeJounte hits that kind of uh, crazy jumper um, to go up four, and then I think the Hawks get a stop. And then it was like, all right, if you get the bucket here, it could be the dagger, and that's when Trey went for just a very, you know, just a very this season Trey level. Oh, I, I want to, you know, I want to be on ESPN and like took a dumbass shot and it did not go in. Um, when we were up four, um, dribbling the whole shot clock down just to take a step back three. Yeah, and it was like we were executing pretty well until that, and then of course like it went back to the ISO hero ball crap, and then um, lo and behold, the the lead went from four to to zero. Um, because Kyrie would hit his shots, and then, yeah, Kyrie's also very... Your Ky- turn, my turn, iso ball, baby. Who doesn't love it? I hate it. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie's also always good against us, too. So, not surprising that he was frying us, but... Because I literally don't- Yeah, last night kind of adds on to, like, I think Kyrie's going to leave Dallas. Like, yeah, I'll be the first to say it. This is Luka team. Luka's team, Kyrie just happens to play on it. He should have been taking the dagger shots, like the clutch shots. I'll also say this, though. This is Trey's team, 100%. DeJounte just happened to play on it, 100%. DeJounte also should have been taking the clutch shots last night because it was nasty business to have DeJounte inbounding the Trey, considering how Trey shot in the clutch last night. Just want to get that out there. Because DeJounte, I mean, luckily Trey did get fouled on what would be the game-winning three throws that put us up by two, but I don't know, man. I feel like in those situations, whenever Trey's playing that bad, you got to, I don't know, man. I think he needs to defer to... Jante in those I mean, that's it, just me though. It's probably one of the situations where they'd rather like try and get Trey to like hit something and really like start feeling it type of uh you know, just like instill confidence in him. Like Trey, you're still the guy, we're gonna give you the last shot type of deal. Not, you know, Trey, you're gonna just be a decoy. we we want DeJounte or like Sadiq Bay taking the shot type deal. Um The death ray pointed at Earth. I want Sadiq Bay taking the shot. Honestly. Yeah. Um I mean, the Mavericks game, it was a weird game, but we won. So it is what it is. But the, the real test for the Hawks now is because, they, of course, they've been doing the 500 thing. Like, the, we, the, the Nets just beat us. We did not show up ready for the Nets. Um, we actually meant, talked about it a little bit on the Patreon exclusive episode we recorded the other day. So if you want to listen to that, it was a very good episode. You're going to have to um, subscribe to the 7 or $10 tier for the Patreon to hear that. But we talked about it a little bit there. Um but <laughs> Mikel Bridges just absolutely cooked us. Um, yeah, that was that was tra- rough. Trey was abysmal. Um, but before that, we beat the Cavs. Um, we had some pretty good sort of late game execution, and Trey was not good there either. So essentially, what I'm saying is, last several games, Dejounte Murray's been stepping up, which is very good timing because we're gonna need all we can get um, with this next game against the Bulls, which um, it doesn't determine the season per se. But like, if you lose this, you're you're gonna have to start getting uh, familiar with the nine slash ten seeds in <laughs> in the plan because uh, at that point you've kind of played yourself out of sort of controlling your own destiny. And you have to be real here: the Hawks play the Wizards, who are like decent but not good. They play the Sixers, who may still be fighting for seeding, and the Celtics, who, admittedly, in the last game of the season, the Celtics may be uh, kind of resting their guys, but. 
Inshallah, please. You don't want you don't want to bank on that because like it doesn't necessarily necessarily always happen. And let's also be real: the Celtics are very deep. It would not be the first time we lost to a team of just trash bench players um, in the past month. We did it in San Antonio, so it's not like it couldn't happen again. So tomorrow's game uh, in Chicago against the Bulls. If you win, you're feeling pretty decent about being a seven or eight seed. Um, you get a chance to beat. You know, get some revenge against Brooklyn, most likely. And then if you lose that, then you get a chance to um, beat either Toronto or Chicago, which sounds horrifying because Toronto and Chicago both scare me. (laughs) Not because they're good, just because they're just weird teams that always seem to give us fits. Um, Yeah, those are both like losable games for us. But also, are the Nets who are slated to play for the eighth seed? And who's slated? Oh, right now the Heat are. Is it? No. No, Heat. Fuck. Dude, dude, the Nets are 43 and 35. The Heat are 41 and 37. So uh, I think you know what I'm trying to say. This play's going to Miami, boys. Oh, yeah. I, I clearly had lost I'd lost track of the standings. Yeah, most likely we'd be playing the Heat uh, in the game one of the of the plans if we kept the eight seed um, in Miami. So uh, I guess technically we could still we could till still take. No, not really, because the Heat have the tiebreaker. So we'd have to win. No. We'd have to win. It's not. It's it's kind of like the Mavericks thing. It's not mathematically impossible, but it's it's very very unlikely. It's it's more plausible though, solely because we have four games. Where if the Mavericks only have three, if we go, if we win all four, which I gotta say, probably not happening. If we win all four, um, in the Heat, go uh, three and one. Let me think. Three and one. Yeah. So if we have to win, essentially three more games than the heat do both of us have four games so we could we could go three and one the Heat could go yeah you know what you're right it's most likely not happening but, <laughs> but there's it's a over. chance because We're going to Miami, yeah, boy. because you want to know the the heat schedule jackson <laughs> let me see let they, me hear they, it. They, they got the pistons <laughs> they got the sixers they got the wizards and they got the magic so i'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're probably winning at least two of those um, Let's go. We're going to my dude. I feel like we're due against the Heat. I can't be the only one you, who feels you, like you've that. said this we're a few times. You've said this a few times, and I, I gotta say, I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. I think we are kind of due to just not suck against the Heat. Like it, some of it's just been players not hitting shots. I think we're kind of due to to beat the Heat for once. Yeah, like this game so. we lost by. Oh, we already beat them this year. Yeah, what are y'all scared yeah. about? What are, yeah. what are y'all scared for? What y'all scared for? I mean, I mean, I mean no, PTSD we lost by from nine. Last it's PTSD from last Oh, 100%. Players. And we lost by eight in one game and two in the other. It's like, like they had our number in the playoffs, but it's just I'm not going to lie. There's just, somebody on the damn team that we traded two first-round picks for unprotected. So I think that'll help, people. I'm not scared going into Miami. You know what? I want the heat in Miami. I mean, fair enough. There you go. But, you know, point being... To get to that scenario in the first place, you really need to beat the Bulls. Um, you really do, because if you beat the Bulls... Then <laughs> I mean, I'll... they have the Wizards, too. I mean, the Wizards season is pretty much over, right? No, is it, it is It is over. The Wizards season is over, barring literally a miracle. Um, so, But I'm saying you need to beat the Bulls, because that gives you... like The Bulls are one game behind us right now. If you beat the Bulls, now it's like really... like You are not... The Bulls are almost assuredly not finishing uh, I mean the Raptors becomes the issue then and you yes. fall to the ninth seed y- yes that's what I'm saying so at that point I'm saying if you beat the Bulls you truly do just control your own destiny because we have the tiebreaker against the Raptors we do not against the Bulls 
That's what I'm saying. Um, and the Raptors. I mean, the Raptors have Charlotte, Boston, Boston, Milwaukee. So I think a lot of wow, them that, who's resting their guys by that's now. A, that's, yeah, that's a pretty tough lot. Because, like, their Celtics are not going to be resting their guys for a whole week. I, I think they could do it one or two games. But the, the Raptors are going to be playing the actual Celtics one of those games, I would say. Um, yeah, the probably Horn- the first one. The Hornets. The Hornets are not a good team, but they've shown they can beat. I mean, they've they they're the Appalachian State football of NBA teams. They yeah. can they'll they'll show up and ruin something, bro. They they will ruin someone's team. And then the Bucks Raptors, like the Bucks, probably are resting guys because I think they're almost assuredly to have. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they have the one seed pretty much locked up. So um, yeah, they have. It is what it is. The the, the the point being, if you beat the Bulls. If you beat the Wizards, then you kind of just you're doing your thing as the Hawks. I mean, to be fair, the the Bucks do play Washington on Wednesday. It's not a back to back list. They may not play Giannis a lot of them, but so saying, man. So I mean, we'll have to see. But um, the point being, the biggest game of the season, uh, singular game, is definitely the one against the Bulls. Um, that's probably also going to be the toughest. They got us one. on a back to back. Yeah, this is rigged. <laughs> this is rigged. I mean, after that, but it's against the Wizards. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I are the Wizards even going to be playing their guys? Like they're going to be bubble wrapping. They might. I would. I mean, they they'll have. I know they were playing like a. They were literally playing like a a G leaguer last night. So and he also had a nice layup. So props to him. I don't know what his name is, but they're they're going. Is it Johnny Davis? They're going to have nothing to play for. (laughs) So um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was actually. Dude, it's all fun and games until Delon writes the reason we're fighting for our lives away at the ten seed, bro. Yeah. Um. So, point being, tomorrow night, Tuesday, in Chicago, huge implications for the season. If we lose, y'all probably need to start getting prepared to win two planned games, just like last season. If we win, there's a there's a chance we can uh, we can go into Miami and, and kind of the first night of the plans, kind of get some vengeance. But. I mean, also, you get your postseason start off with getting some revenge to Miami. That's a confidence boost, man. You're going I mean, into look, the it, Celtics it, arena and you're going to, Trey Young's going to take his size 17 boot and shove it right up their ass. Is there a team what's well, my only concern is in that scenario, after uh, well, actually, how does the play and seating work? Is it legitimately just going to be um, 7, 8, Seven plays at but home, like, nine, ten, like, nine plays at home. No, no, I understand. Seven, will, will you let me finish my sentence, please, Jackson? <laughs> if we beat the Heat, but then the Heat win their second game, are we the seven or eight seed? Do the Heat jump? Do we jump the Heat, or does it just kind of go back to normal? I honestly have no idea. I don't. I don't know the seating stuff for man. My only advice is just win whoever you play. Just win the game. There you go. Because <laughs> my my point is, if we uh, if we're the eight seed, we're playing the Bucks. You know, I'm talking to like. After the play-ins, we win the play-ins. Uh, we're playing the Bucks. I feel better against the Bucks than the Celtics, purely just yeah. off of just just purely off of how we play them this year. The Celtics, they got way too much shooting for us. They got way too much uh, <laughs> stuff going on for us. The the Bucks, their fans are annoying too. I the mean, Bucks, ugh, it's just God. the Bucks. It's just you know, hey, it's Giannis and Drew. What put are you DeAndre do? Hunter on Giannis, and uh, I hope we're booking no. our. Now you put that boy on Yaka. You put that boy on Yaka. Oh, oh Giannis, yeah, 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 yeah. Play a Giannis. Like, the but issue, Brooke Lopez is going for thirty a yeah, night. That's that's the issue. The All threes, then, by the way. <laughs> the issue then is Brooke and Drew. But look, it, it it'd be the one seed for eight seed again. It'd be kind of uh you know, you, you kind of you know you're not expected to win much. But I truly do think we could. I mean, do I think we could win the series against the Bucks? I think we could. Is it likely? Probably not. But I do think we could at least push them to six games and be 
like a respectable good series. So um, that's that's very much getting ahead of ourselves, though, because, again, we still have four regular season games left, and we could absolutely choke this and end up being a 10 seed and end up, uh, you know, being on lottery night. Um, so it can really go a couple different ways so far. But, um, again, once again, it all boils down to – not all boils down to, but um, tomorrow's game against the Bulls is – I do think the Hawks kind of get like a, if there's a plus out of this, the Hawks, I mean, we're playing with, I mean, essentially our back, I mean, these are really turning into playoff level importance games because these like are fighting for our postseason. Like, you know, whoever like we play in the first round, like Boston, Milwaukee, really, I mean, they're not playing games like this yet, you know, like maybe, you know, getting into a playoff type, you know, mindset and atmosphere before like the other team does is really important because like, I mean, you're going to have to steal some games off of whoever you play in the first round, assuming you get there, of course. I mean. You're either playing Milwaukee or Boston, truly. So maybe having that mindset of, you know, because really it started against the Mavericks. I mean, that playoff mindset of, okay, we have to win tonight. Because last night, I mean, you don't win. You're the 10th seed. I mean, you're not only are you you not in the, not only you're in the loser go home game, you're playing away. You're playing in Chicago if you lose last night's game. So, I mean, maybe getting into the playoff mindset of, all right, we got to win like every game from now on or like, you know, we can't afford to lose. We have to win that type of mindset. Maybe, maybe that really does give you an advantage versus, you know, teams like Boston and Milwaukee who are probably, they're not really thinking, you know, like we are about playing games, playoff season. They're probably just thinking, when can we start resting our guys? Like, you know, when can, you know, guys start getting some games off in a few days? So maybe that mindset just better, you know, that's just, I'm trying to be positive about this, trying to that be is, positive about is, our situation, you know? That is some slight mental gymnastics, but I can support it. So, you, you know, know it, you know what? He, I got the spirit on this one, Logan. I got the spirit on this one for sure. So, I mean, yeah, there's just, you know, we're, we're at the crunch time of the season. So my, the only real concern is the fact that the Hawks are who the Hawks are and they're going to probably go two and two over these last four games, right? <laughs> like they're probably, please, no. yeah. please just get one nice, win two games in a row and then I don't care. You could go into the playoffs. I asked they, two they, things. The they Hawks. could win two games in a row and still go two and two, Jackson. <laughs> I mean, that would be better, though, because they had stopped the lose one, win one, lose one, win one, like win two in a row, lose two in a row. It's like, all right, yeah, we're just mid. I mean, you know, we're not we're not the you, did you see that stat yesterday that we literally have like have a 500 record? We've scored like one more. We've allowed one more point than we've scored like that. That's crazy, man. Yeah, we're like um on total points on the season. Like this, that's this may be absurd. a deep, this may be a deep cut, but we're like the Chicago White Sox of basketball because I don't know. If, <laughs> y'all have ever seen but the chicago white Sox are like almost exactly 500 over the last like decade or something it's crazy so there you go yeah um i not- mean somebody's got to do it at the end of the day i was i mean I- someone got to be the average team not all those can be the best or the worst it's kind of a it's it's kind of purgatory not gonna lie but <laughs> who knows maybe uh maybe the, maybe they'll save their best basketball for the last four games who knows maybe, maybe we'll go four and oh and then we'll have some momentum. Like I said, it's that playoff mindset they got into last game, man. I mean, even though the team you play next is also probably, they've probably been in it even longer than you have. Yeah, we'll, we'll smack around Miami. We'll, we'll send Jimmy Butler to the brink. Uh, then we'll go against Giannis. Yo, 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 Trey Young's doubtful? What? Yeah, huh? Yo, huh? Yo, yo, yeah, I guess I didn't say that. Trey Young uh, is questionable with a non-COVID illness tomorrow, which, like, you have to be realistic here. <laughs> Like, it's the most important game of the season. Um, Trey would have to have pneumonia to, to be out. Like, you would have to think, right? Um, even if he's not 100% and he's not good enough to, uh, like, really play, 
let's let's be real. He's Trey Young. He at least you know it, it. It's like when the Falcons would play Julio when he was on one hamstring. He's a, he's a decoy if nothing else. You know they're gonna they're gonna put a safety over him and, and have their corner stick on him. So it would help Dejounte and and Sadiq and other guys get get you know get their scoring off. But yeah. That was, that was a fun tweet to see that that Trey Young has has the sniffles or whatever illness he's dealing with, and he may miss tomorrow against the Bulls. So, yeah, no, yeah, I don't know, man. You can't do that. We need you, dog. Can you imagine our season coming down to Patrick Beverly guarding Dejounte Murray? God. No, I mean Hunter's out, so it's like, yeah, the front too- court is going to be big in that game because they can. All due respect to the man himself, but they can that front court of Capella, Congo, and JC. They can do some work on a. Vucevic for sure. And Patrick Williams. I mean, that's barbecue chicken. Just get the ball in John Collins' space floor. There you go. You got to cheese to win these games, people. No more. You don't got to worry about if it's pretty. You just got to win at this point. But this team does kind of seem to just, Capella talked about it, just like, you know, these are like dirty, grimy games. Like, you know, the Hawks aren't playing like perfect basketball, and they're still managing to get wins out of it, which is nice to see. And, uh, yeah. Also, Jalen Johnson's back last night. And I want to talk about one thing. All the people who are saying that Kyrie didn't Kyrie Irving did not foul Trey Young that sent Trey to the free throw line to win the game in overtime. Learn the sport. You people just they see Trey Young Logan and they automatically think he's flopping. All right, let's go over this real quick. Trey Young is the legal ball handler. 100%. He's allowed to go where he wants to in the court. 100%. He can go into a lane of somebody who's getting screened. 100%. The issue isn't Trey Young. The issue is Kyrie Irving running. He's never in legal guarding position. He runs into Trey Young and fouls him. You're not in legal guarding position. This isn't across the street at the damn Falcon Stadium. You just can't run into someone and that not be a foul. That's not how this works. That is not how the sport has ever worked. You can go check the old heirs of Bill Lambeer. You can go even further than that. No, Bill Russell. You, you have to be in legal guarding position in order to be making a defensive play. He was not chasing the ball. The ball was never loose. He just ran right into Trey Young. That's a foul. I don't I don't understand. And people are like, oh, Trey Young's flopping. Yeah, Trey Young is a flopper. Yeah, he, he you know he embellishes a bit. He does a bit of you know a bit of tomfoolery at times. One hundred percent. Never catch me say different. That is not flopping. That is an obvious foul. And people who are like saying that Kyrie didn't foul him, learn the sport. People are trying to say that's an offensive foul. It's an offensive foul for dribbling somewhere on the court now or going a different direction. Like absolutely just insane people. Troglodytes, really. I don't understand how some people are allowed to tweet about basketball and have a check mark besides paying $8 a month for it. And really, they should take it away after you tweet some dumb shit like that because that is just absolutely ridiculous. Thank you. There you go. There's your daily rant for... Uh, that was that was so stupid, though, Logan. I know you saw it, too. I mean, you, you know, you're right. It was... a. Uh... It was a foul. It was a foul. Like, it was it's as simple as that. That's a foul. Learn the day of sport. What? Now, and like, of now, course, Wob tweeted it. It's like, Knicks fans, they wanted the Mavericks oh, oh, if, the best if, chance to get in their pick. I mean, I got to say, if... if Never mind. <laughs> Wob is... And John Hollinger had something to say. The guy who gave Chandler Parsons 80 millions opened his mouth. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's go to him for his opinion. John Hollinger needs to fucking become a... He needs to become a recluse, man. Like... If I was John Hollinger and I had to get fired from my job because I gave Chandler Parson $80 million, I would go work at a damn factory in Indiana keep, before keep, I got on Twitter keep, and started keep in flexing mind, my Keep ass. in mind the franchise he's running is doing phenomenally now without him. Like, Legitimately, his his girlfriend broke up with him and then went and like, found a billionaire. It's just, And he's just out here tweeting like, oh, well, maybe they should trade Trey out for Kyrie Irving. Like, Legitimately, John, 
hang them up, man. Hang them up. You need to give it up. But I'll also wob like there there is not a person in the NBA world I I care less about than wob. Like I I do not want to see anything else to say. Um, that is that is just a loser. That is a loser right there. Yeah, and everybody who's like betting Twitter is apparently like mad at Trang or something. Fuck your parlays. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, dog. Nobody. Yeah, cares. yeah I'm sorry, but like. Dude, gamble- sorry to all the betting sponsors who consider us a potential client. We're not interested. Yeah, you're like, all you're like, tossers. We don't want it. Like, we do not want your money. To any listeners that gamble, that's fine. That's your prerogative. Have fun with your money. Um, to any gambling uh, institutions that would ever consider us as sponsors, not I, I mean personally, I would not like to do it. I honestly, I honestly, God, think the gambling shit in sports is way too. It's no, way, it's fine to gamble on sports, do it for fun, or make some but, money. But it's, it's whenever way you start tweeting about hand. it. It's stupid. It, it, it's way too hand in hand to be like promoting it officially. Um, the new. Oh no, that's dumb. The fact that players are going to be able to, to to be sponsored by gambling. Yeah, this sport's done. David Stern's rolling in his grave. Yeah, it's cooked. It's I, mean, I mean, Adam Silver's a, Adam Silver's bad at his job, man. That All right, we're turning into a Seahawks podcast. See you back here next October, guys. Yeah. Uh, again. You can gamble, but me personally, I just, I, I would not want to endorse it to anyone because I just, like, I get annoyed by it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to endorse it to the people who get on Twitter and make their NBA takes up because somebody they bet on lost the money. That's your fault. You made a bad bet, dog. You should have known. Yeah, yeah. Um. Hey, but, but power to you. Do whatever you want with your money. But uh, where, where even were we? Oh, right. We were, we were talking about, aren't Wob and uh, John Hans are both bald, too? Bald bastard. Yeah, yeah like, no, Wob has hair. He's just a Knicks fan, which is almost as bad as being bald, truly. So, Wob. I, I'm just. Oh, I oh, I know I shouldn't say anything because they're better than us and they've gotten us a few years. Oh, I, I can't wait until it all comes crumbling down soon, Logan, because they've done this before. There's no reason to say the Knicks won't do it again. They did this when we played them in the playoffs. They're having a great regular season. They get into the playoffs. RJ Barrett, trash. Jalen Brunson, he's actually pretty good. Not better than the DeJounte, though, too. That one. I don't know, that Hawks fan, he had worms in his brain, dog. He was out there switching teams because he is getting fried by DeJounte Murray. And all DeJounte did was like a tweet, and that was enough to make him switch fan bases. They got you dropping your flag because he liked your tweet. You should have been slandering him. What's your issue? Um, yeah, no, this, the Knicks stuff, it's got, it's got in. It's got in respectfully. I, I, I have Knicks fans. I have Knicks friends. I'm sorry. I will be praying on your downfall come a few weeks because I, I can't do this, man. I'm gonna, I can't do it. I can't do it. I will say, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the Cavaliers either, but I definitely would want the Cavaliers to win that series because that that's looking. Wait, that's the series right now? Yeah, most likely. I mean, can you imagine Julius Randle getting guarded by Evan Mobley and Jared well, Allen? Well, the, Good the, Christ! Well, the thing is, is that uh, Julius Randle might not. I mean, he's out for like two weeks. He he, he could miss like uh, he could miss a couple playoff games. Um, they're putting. Oh gosh, I was about to say they're putting a coro on him. I was like, yeah, that scares nobody. <laughs> yeah, so it's just. You know, if the the Knicks can bounce in the first round again, sounds good to me. I'm not even like uh, I don't like the Cavs. I think I will love it, and I think I deserve it. Yeah, I don't like the Cavs, but I I have no issues with them <laughs> being on the on the benefiting side of of, of booting <laughs> booting the Knicks in the first round. That sounds fine to me. But yeah, I mean, as I mean, of that's right, a good series to be honest. As of right now, the the playoffs for the East look good. I mean, you'd have the Bucks against whoever the eight seed is. Could be us. Could be the Heat. Could be whoever. You'd have the Celtics against. You know the Heat or us or you know whoever you'd have Sixers and Nets, which on paper that's very clearly Sixers, um, but I don't know. I I think you should never expect the Sixers. Yeah, I don't. To, I, I don't think you should. Nick ever, Claxton on Joel Embiid. Ah, 
you Nick Claxton's ju- better, but I don't know about it's, that one, my guy. It's it's the 76ers in the playoffs, though. Um, then you have the- yeah, I mean, I, I'm expecting game one out of nowhere. We're going to get a, a Ben Simmons has emerged tweet. He's going to play Stone Cold, play like an all-star, and then immediately ha- win against the Sixers and never play again. Yeah, so, I mean, you have – I mean, who knows? And then, then the West – I mean, there's some the West, the four. I mean, it's really the four or five series in both conferences that that look most enticing. Because in the West, you're having either Suns Clippers or Suns Warriors, or I guess potentially it could be Suns Lakers, which is kind of weird. Um, but either way, there's there's a lot of just high profile players in those series. So um, we'll see. Though we got we got it's officially one week. You know, a week from today, will the regular season will be over and we'll know. Um, all all the seedings we will know how many playing games we need to win. We will know uh, if we should start going in the tankathon and really and really testing our luck. So um, yeah, it's kind of crazy that the season's already drawn to a close. Yeah, man. Um, let's go. Let's do something fun right now. All right. Let's. Uh, these playoffs look pretty locked in. All right. Let's do this real quick. Milwaukee plays. Gosh. We'll go. Mil- we'll say we lose the first playing game, you know, because it's the Heat. We know we'll we'll try and be humble. All right, we lose the first game. We're playing Milwaukee. You know, we win that. Whoever wins the nine ten game, the the Raptors or the Bulls. I don't. We care. beat they the Bulls. We beat the Bulls at home. Yeah, there you go. Eight seed Milwaukee versus Atlanta. Seven seed Boston versus Heat. Then you have the Sixers versus the Nets, and then Cavs versus Knicks. Predict those. I'm, I will try and be realistic. I will say the Bucks beat us in six or seven, but you know I know we're Hawks podcast, but it is again one seed, eight seed. It's hard to predict winning that unless you just want to be uh, hurt. Um, I got them Hawks in four, and and yeah, there you go. But like realistically, <laughs> has anyone seen anything this year to 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 convince you that the Hawks can win four we out of seven games? The, didn't we win the season series against the Bucks? Maybe I mean, maybe I mean, we went five. We, five. Maybe we, we tied. We did, five. but. Uh, you know that there were half of it was we match up season. Play. I don't think Giannis played in one of them. I don't think Trey played in one. It's just different. Like I don't, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of agree. I think Bucks six or seven, and I think if the Hawks do win, it's a seven game series thing. You yeah. know, kind of like the Sixer series was. And yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Celtics beat whoever. Um, um, you think the Celtics beat the Buck? I mean, the Heat. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh my I god! Mean, you know, who, can you can you imagine the Heat trying to shoot to keep up with the Celtics? That shit would be one thirty to one hundred five. Duncan Robinson. They're gonna yeah. have to play our podcasting brother, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, no, that's 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 cooked. Um, so wait, did you say Celtics in five? Celtics and yeah, I'll, I'll give them one game. I'll say five. Uh, I'll go. Sem- I think like Celtics in like six because I think Jimmy Butler just has like I feel like Jimmy Butler's due for like a few vintage playoff. I, I, I think Jimmy Butler's due to ask for a trade soon. That's what I think Jimmy Butler's <laughs> No, I, I genuinely, I think Bam's on his way out. So, I don't know. That may be something we talk about later. Because all NBA teams get expanded. And, like, you're not going to make them playing with all these role players. You know, the 2K faceless players that Miami seems to spawn out of nowhere. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I, with the, all NBA team can expand. I feel like Bam, you know, he might he might be looking to play with a dynamic point guard. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. That's... that's- I, I don't know if there's a star player I'd be less excited to get than Bam out of bio. because it's like <laughs> oh god, it's like yeah, great now yeah. now now we still have Trey Young running fucking forty ISOs. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Seventy Sixers beat the Nets fun. in I'll say I'll say six. I'll say uh, five for that one. I think it'd be just mm, yeah, probably Embiid. Wait, question: Who's your MVP this year? I'll give it to Embiid. I I do. Okay. Right. I think the Jokic stuff. Like I get it. Um, 
But one, the 76ers may win just as many or more games than the 76ers than the Nuggets in a more difficult conference. Yeah, there you go. They're playing in the SEC. I mean, exactly. Jokic, he's playing in the Pac-12. Exactly. I mean. Exactly. And like, why did why does why is voter fatigue not a thing when it's Jokic? Giannis won two back-to-back MVPs, and then everyone just decided no more. Even though Giannis was still probably the best player on the planet, still probably is. People just stopped giving him MVPs. Same thing with Curry. Curry won two, and they said that's enough. Like, why is Jokic the first guy that gets three? Just because like he's a center who can pass? No, like. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to Embiid. I think that'll be. I hope it'll be a really close voting race. Um, because like it just. It, I want to see y'all sweat and make y'all's narratives up. Ugh, I love yeah. seeing the Jokic Embiid thing, man. I know dude, they play they, soon, they, so I'm they, very they, excited. They straight up hate each other too. It's so. It's no, so dude. Sick. God, seeing people go on the war about their genders is hilarious. Like I saw a Kings fan talk about like how they like fleece the Pacers for Halle Burch, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I will. We we will have a whole uh, war show, both for I think the. Uh, the NBA as a whole and for the Hawks specifically, just because that's fun. And that's always it's always a favorite, the, the end of the year award show. But yeah. I will be there no matter what in my suit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd give it to Embiid. Um I think I think he's kind of due for one. He's, I was just curious about that. I mean yeah, yeah. it's a hot topic, so yeah. And then Cavaliers versus Knicks, I'll go Cavs in five. Knicks are just destined to lose in the first round of five games. It, it's funny because like Jalen Brunson's probably like the Knicks best player, right? Is he better than Garland? Like Mitchell's definitely better than Brunson. Let's not even act like he isn't. But is he better yeah. than Garland? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, I think he is, to be honest. But it's it's, it's a fun because they're not that far. They're apart, very di- you know? they're very different players. But yeah, like Garland's Garland's basically like a middle class Trey Young, I'd say. Only he can actually shoot this year. <laughs> so there's that. Brunson is like, he's kind of just like a he's kind of just a like a mini Luca. Honestly, like he. You ever seen Trey Burke play? Just better. Trey Burke like better. Brunson gets into the post. I'll say for this season, this season, Brunson's better. Absolutely. But like Garland last year was better than Brunson's this year, if you get what I'm saying. Um, You know. Yeah, no, I go straight. And you're in agreement that Mitchell's better than Brunson, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Mitchell's Mitchell's probably an all NBA guy this year, right? Like almost assuredly. Yeah, no. So. So. He was giving us the belt when we played them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He, I thought he hit that thing to. To win, but he did not. So luckily, um, it's funny how like every shot that like a star player hit, where it's like, oh yeah, we thought that was it. Luca shot that was actually almost that was literally all about like an inch. We should be counting our blessings. Yeah. The yeah. basketball god said, uh uh uh, this conversation that would have if Luca hits that shot, that's kind of end of story on the Trey and Luca thing. Like as like there's no comeback to that man. I know it's a regular season game, but to save their season and hit that shot, I mean they're just gonna reply to that for forever. So yeah. we're still out here. And so I guess continuing then, it would be. Cavs versus Celtics, Bucks versus Sixers. I think once again the Sixers get bounced in the second round. Um, I'll, I'll take this. Like I'll do the boring thing. I'll say it's a Bucks Celtics conference finals. Um, and honestly, I think that's essentially the the Eastern Conference Finals everyone's been waiting on. Um, I don't know if that goes six or seven. I really don't. But um, it'd be a close series. Or do we want to do the West, or or do we not care about the West? The West is such a mess. But those yeah, are such left. But those, those are left coast losers, man. But Dude. the thing about the West, man, is like it's such a mess, bro. Especially like towards the bottom, like I don't know, man. Okay, but yeah, we'll do it. Okay, I I'm gonna ask you this beforehand because you are in touch with this team, like you get them. Um, are the Clippers gonna be healthy 
for the playoffs. <laughs> um, I will say I do listen to Paul George's podcast. Yes, I'm a Paul George fan. Well documented. He said he'll be back for the first round, not the regular season, though. And I mean, the Clippers do have some important games coming up to decide their seating. But from what he said on podcast, he'll be back for the first round. Because because so. with that West, like I don't I know neither of us, even though I will say hot take. If the Clippers play the Kings, I think they I think they win. Even if they don't have Paul George respectfully, I think. The Kings have had a fun run. I mean, they, they won't. Above their well, I guess they could be playing the Kings, huh? Yeah. I mean, literally like one win by the. Um, yeah. I mean, one loss by the Clippers, they're back in six. And then two yeah. losses, they're playing in the play in. So, yeah. So, um, I'll just say this. Do either of us see the Nuggets as legitimate championship contenders? No. I think I think they can make the conference finals for sure, but. Um, I don't know. Who do they play? They would All be, right, let's assume the plans real quick. Let's say Lakers are beating the Pelicans, respectfully. Yeah, 100%. I think the Lakers do their, their midseason stuff. They, I think the Lakers will win, like, potentially. They, they've won their, like, I think they're 6-1 on in their last 7-2. So, they're, they, you know, they, they're getting, they, you know, they can They can absolutely win a playoff series or two. Like, they they honestly can. That's It's annoying, but they can. I mean, they have LeBron James. I'm not I'm not counting out any team that has LeBron James on it, respectfully. I don't even yeah. like LeBron James. I'm not, saying not, that. Not, um, not until the wheels are just absolutely off and. They're not. So with and, that, the Lakers would play the, the Grizzlies. The Nuggets, who are they playing between OKC, Minnesota, and the Pelicans? Who do you think comes out of that three? Uh, I'll I'll give it to the Timberwolves. I think the Pelicans. I don't know, man. Did you see that game against the Blazers? Good actually, night, actually, cat. The Pelicans have been very good lately. I'll give it to the Pelicans. They've been they're seven. I'll, I'll say Pelicans as well, so we can get their pick. All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, they would All get. Right. They would. I think they could. Bring the, I think they could push the Nuggets to five or six for sure. The question I have about that series, does anybody know where Zion is? Because I yeah. I hate to say this. I think there's an argument that the Pelicans win against the Nuggets. They have Zion, 100%. But they, I don't. They certainly have it. Nobody like, really knows. What, what the hell would Jokic or Aaron Gordon do against Zion? You know what I mean? That'd yeah, be, I mean, and also Brandon Ingram, he's. He's better. Um, he's been I mean, really he, good. Yeah, he's he's he's. He's been playing like the KD comparison he used to get, but um, and this time not just because he's skinny, it's because he's hooping. I will say uh, Lakers Grizzlies will be a toxic ass series. Oh no, I, that will be fun to watch. <laughs> um, I will actually give it to the Lakers just because I, I don't feel like giving the Grizzlies any credit. <laughs> they oh, they barely I, beat the the wool the Timberwolves last year. It took some historic yeah. collapses from the Timberwolves to, for them to. <laughs> the Timberwolves not firing their coach after last year is pretty impeccable. I mean, you, I mean, after those collapses, man, that's kind of like a Dan so, Quinn esque. So mean. so then we have uh, as of right now, it'd be Kings Warriors. I honestly think the Kings can beat the Warriors. The Warriors this year are just not. If, I'm going to say this. I know that the I want to say this on podcast. I know that the Kings have had a great season. They made the playoffs for what? First time 16, 17 years. If you go into the first round, you get beat in like five or six games. That's a failure, in my opinion. Like to lose to the as 16, a three five seed, or yeah. six. Like, as a three like seed, I know yeah. that this is, you know, I, I know that just making the playoff, being back here, not being in the lottery, not being in the play ins, even a big thing for Sacramento. Happy for them. But like, I mean, you're realistically playing either the, the, the Golden State Warriors, who have Curry, absolutely, but. Curry by himself, he shouldn't be the he shouldn't be the team like Sacramento. That's a three seed, no. And like you're playing against older Clay and Dre, like they can still have a good game, but they're not they're not who they were five years ago. And then Jordan Poole, I know Wiggins is back in the picture, but even he'll have some catching up to do. So, yeah. um, with that know. being said, I mean, whoever Sacramento, I, I said the Kings could be the Warriors, not that they would. Um, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I, I'm just saying that because I do, I do want to get out there. I think it's a I think it's a failure, and I think if they lose to the any of those three teams, I think it falls on the shoulders of Kevin Herter. <laughs> 
I'm just saying he uh, he's already in playoff performance. He shot one of ten last night. He's here. <laughs> he's back. Um, I will I'll give it to. I'll give it to the Warriors. Just because the West is so cluttered this year, having two lower seeds win the first round makes sense. Suns Clippers would be a phenomenal series. That's nope. that's the best series in the playoffs. There's nothing that's going to come close to that. Nope. Especially nope. If, Paul George, if Paul George is healthy, that's the best playoff series we're going to have. Th- those are essentially two teams that, like, based off just the rosters, you'd say they are. that should be the Western Conference Finals, not the first round. Yeah, um, well, also, an issue run to this series is, like, Suns starting lineup better. But, like, the Suns' depth is awful versus, like, the Clippers, like, the Clippers you know, they have guys like Eric great. Gordon, Mason Plumley, Bones Highland, my guy. That, that You did not convince me their depth was good with those three names. I'm not going to lie. You did not convince me. I mean, they have Robert me. Covington as a third string, Terrence Mann. I You're mean, they, they have some people. Isn't Terrence Mann starting? Na- I, name, name. No, they have. <laughs> you know who they're starting. Don't do not do this. You, we both know who's starting, Logan. Come on now. Don't, don't play dumb. <laughs> <laughs> what? Terrence Westbrook, come on now. <laughs> They're not the same position. No, Terrence Mann does play point guard for the Clippers. I swear to God, look it up. I mean, technically, I am looking it up. He, he, I don't see the, I don't see the PG anywhere. But anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, he he does the ball. It handler, doesn't matter. You know? It's I I believe you. I believe you. Um, I don't know. I think I would take the Suns just because Suns and six. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm so sorry, Kawhi and Paul George. I feel bad. But, yeah, I I really I, mean, I really do want the the Kawhi and Paul George. I want them to win a championship at some point. Obviously, not at no, the, I do t- not at the I, expense I do kind of the feel Hawks. Like this might be it. Not yeah. at, not at the expense of the Hawks, but like I I mean the other year when Paul George carried them to the conference finals, that was really their year, and it's just very that important. was it. Yeah, if Kawhi if Kawhi doesn't go down, they have a ring right now. All due respect to Phoenix and Milwaukee, but yeah, because I, I like this team. But I Kawhi, feel, I mean Kawhi was having a phenomenal. Fucking Joey, yeah. Jesus, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fully with you. Um, I'll go, I'll go Suns and seven. I'll go Suns. I yeah. think, I, I, I think Suns and six. I mean, I will say, there's two players in the world alive that have the claim of being the best player in the world. They're both playing in this series, but I think, uh, I'm, I'm a Devin Booker guy, so I, I think you, KD, you think, Devin Booker. Do you it think up. Kawhi Leonard still has a case over Giannis for best player in the world? Oh, but, absolutely. I, I I don't think Giannis it, is third for me. I mean, it's fine to have Giannis third. I just don't think that I flip flop on who who's better between Kawhi or KD, and but whoever that is one and two, and then Giannis. In yeah. terms of pure dominance and just basketball skill, we're not talking alkalis anything else. Yeah, it's easily you know Kawhi. Kawhi shoots like center field goal numbers in the playoffs, and like he does not get to the rim much anymore. So like, to think about that, man, like that's absurd. I mean, we'll see, but um, yeah. So that would leave the West. With pretty much all, like, the highest seed left would be a four. Wait, did you say the Grizzlies were beating the Lakers or Lakers beating the Grizzlies? Um, that one's hard for me, to be honest. I I don't know. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. really turns that series in the... I don't know, man. It depends, because if the Grizzlies just play... I, I think I I think I align with you that the Lakers win the series just because... Um, what's it called? Just because the Grizzlies, they were they were they were kind of fluking last year. I'll go Lakers in that series. Lakers in like seven though. Like that's not an easy series for them by any means. Yeah. Um. So that would give you Suns Lakers. Um. War. Wait, no, it'd be. Wait, wouldn't it be Suns versus Nuggets? We both said the Nuggets would beat the Pelicans. Right? Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. We did say All that. Right. We did say the Nuggets would win their series. I forgot. I, yeah. I. I. They're not winning. <laughs> they're not winning three series, but they'll win one or two. So it'd be it'd be Nuggets Warriors Sun no, no. N- Nuggets Lakers Warriors Suns no it'd be Nuggets in the one two place of four of the five one or eight does 
That's dumb, but okay, yeah. Um, I mean, you have Suns versus Nuggets. Who do you got in that? Suns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Suns are like five. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> sorry, Jokic. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go that far, but I mean, we also have to be <laughs> real. We also have to be real. Jokic has not been that guy in the playoffs. Like he's not, he, no. he hasn't. Um, and then it'd be Lakers versus Warriors. Oh God, what? One of these old ass teams making the conference finals kind of sad. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to the Lakers. I'll give it to the Lakers. I'll, yeah, I'll, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like Curry pushes me to the edge, but they don't have enough anymore. They don't. They just like Clay's a shell of who he was Clay, after all the injuries. All the Clay's, Clay's, Draymond is just Clay is basically just like Luke Kennard now, which is unfortunate. I mean, he can still I, 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 he can still shoot the shit out of the ball, but like, oh my god, his last game he went nine for twenty eight. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, he was he was airing that thing out. I think it's versus the Nuggets. Too it was. Long. I mean, again, Clay can still shoot. Yeah, the crap I, I think out of the. the ball. I think the Lakers win that one, but I will say it's going to be very funny when the Lakers collapse happens, not because of LeBron, not because of AD, not because of Russ who's gone or uh, Austin Reeves. I they're they're role players. They don't know how to shoot, man. Also, if you're relying on Rui Hachimori, Malik Beasley in the playoffs series, good luck. Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> I will say their their midseason trades definitely gave them a boost. Um, yeah, getting Jared Vanderbilt was a lot for them. That guy can and Delo. Mm-hmm. Delo's been good. Like honestly, oh, I honestly forgot they had. What were the Timberwolves doing? I don't know. Appar- you look. <laughs> apparently, like the Wolves, they're like they're like GM guy who makes all the trades and stuff. He's called Tim Connolly. Apparently, they'll call him Taliban Tim because like that Gobert trade, worst trade in NBA. We're honest, honestly, it's one of the worst trades in American sports history of all due respect, <laughs> by far NBA history. But he is he is the Don Waddell of the NBA, you could say. I mean, I get. I mean, I get. Well, Don Waddell is good now. He, I mean, he yeah, be having I know. hurricanes. I know, I know, yeah. I know. Um, Guy was just fucking not cooking at all. With the so, so, so that would have Suns Lakers. I'm taking the Suns for sure. Um, yeah, and that would be Kevin Buc- Durant beats LeBron one last time. His legacy is sealed better than him. Yeah, one hundred percent. That would be Bucks Celtics. I, I legitimately, I don't know who to take in Bucks Celtics. I do not know. Um, I think Bucks. I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, ever since Jason the, Tatum did the, that in the finals, the, the front, from Kobe Bryant, yeah, the, awful um, games. I'm taking the Bucks. The front court difference between those teams is is very stark. I also don't think Jalen Brown is. I don't think it's hard as in anymore. I don't think he wants to be in Boston. He's had quotes, man. I don't think he's in it anymore. I think he'll be a good, but I don't think he'll be great. Like so, so he was great last year, getting them to the finals. Are we saying it'll be Bucks Suns again round two? Yeah, but this time there's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time. Uh, Chris Paul is worse now, but they added Kevin Durant, so slight slight difference there. Uh, Suns in five. I'll give him. I'll give. I'll give it a seven game series. I'll go Suns in seven. No, I think Suns in five. Uh, Suns in five or six. If maybe not. If you can't tell me and Jackson, if you can't tell me and Jackson, highly believe in Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh no, this is a Kevin Durant fan podcast. Look, he. I mean, come on now. How? I don't understand. I know Kevin Durant like does like the like left OKC for the Warriors thing, and then like the burner tweet stuff kind of corny. But he, there's no player in this world who else is as fun to watch on basketball. Like straight up, there's I mean, nobody else. I mean, the truth is, is that Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's foot is a little bit smaller. We're looking at you know Kevin Durant versus the Suns a few years ago, and it's probably one of the most fun finals in history. And he's and Kevin Durant probably cements his legacy with that one. Um, he gets a ring by himself, and like, cause Kyrie was hurt, wasn't he? Or he couldn't play yeah, something like that. And yeah, James Harden was yeah. like, Harden James Harden was like wobbling, like dead. He was, he was basically, ass. he was he was playing, but he was bad. Because wasn't he like playing on like a like a semi torn hamstring or something like I, that? I swear I, that was a thing. I feel like it may have been hip, but it was something 
pretty not good. Guy said his hip. He's fifty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I think uh, I'm not. All like, right, there you go. I'm not super. Hawks. Hawks. We gotta. I feel like we'll need to run this back when the playoffs are actually set. I think this is yeah. fun for now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to do this again. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we were we were assuming a lot when a lot of the seating can change. You know, we we had to just take the standings as they were currently. So, um, but yeah, we we can revisit this in exactly a week, basically, and see how right. how our thoughts change. Last Hawks four games of the season. Who do you got? <laughs> What's our record going to be? Two and two? You think? <laughs> yeah, straight up, legitimately, yeah. Here's, There's no reason not to say two and two other than the aforementioned here, lots playoff here, mindset. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to beat the Bulls. We're going to feel fantastic. We're going to lose against the Wizards because we suck on back-to-backs. Um, and then I think we lose to the 76ers and we beat the Celtics because the Celtics will be resting people. So oh, I got three and one losing against the Sixers. I'm confident. I think they'll get it done on the back to back for one. Because I think so. I one one thing that scares me is Jackson. That Sixers game that could be Embiid. Making his last push for MVP, he could. He yeah, could, no, that's he my thing. I 50. think we lose that game as well. He yeah, might, I, no. If, if, Honestly, if, if they're just trying to get a Joel MVP, I don't know, man. Send three guys out of as soon as he gets fast half court. Yeah, like it may be. You know, they may have the three seed locked up. They're like NBA, go take twenty five shots and get thirty free. Throws. Yeah, like we might play some junk defense. You spolster him. I don't care. As soon as he crosses half court, I want a Kongu, JC, and Capella all on his face. Pause. Not in his face. Not on his face. Jesus Lord. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but we'll see. I in think a week. three and one. We'll I feel confident. I think you beat the Bulls because it's as important. I think Trey plays one hundred percent. If Trey Young doesn't play, then his legacy is is this. Yeah, like last time, last overtime against the Mavs, that's a Trey Young legacy moment. His legacy was on the line. I mean, we won, so it's fine. But if he doesn't play, that's that's pretty bad. Um, I think we beat the Bulls. I don't know. The Bulls are favorites by like a few points, but I think we playoff mindset man you already know what i'm saying um dejounte comes through i think you beat the wizards i think dejounte is a big game versus the wizards and then uh you know the sixers i mean i pretty have we won beat the sixers this year i think we i think yeah. they're like one of the few teams we've like won like zero games against no we beat them earlier this season remember uh I, oh, a, aj griffin went off for like 25 or something yeah aj griffin he won't do that anymore that guy damn he hit the rookie wall hard man oh also shout out to Jalen johnson he had a cool dunk last night wanted to say that real yeah. cool dunk. so Anyway, I think we I think we're ready to wrap up now. I think we've Yes, sir. All we, right. We've you know, I did want to I want to plug something real quick, Logan. On our Patreon, Logan, you talked about this earlier in the episode. We did a bonus episode for the month of March. It's about an hour and 5 minutes of Hawks content. We talked about an off-season preview, we talked about draft targets. We talked a bit about the Nets game if you want to hear that for some reason. We talked about a lot of stuff though. We talked about um, draft targets at different positions of draft. We sum, we sim takeathon a bunch. It's a really good episode. A lot of good discussion. If you want to kind of get your head into an off space, off season type of space where you can start thinking about things. We talked about free agent candidates even. So go over there, check that out. You have to subscribe to our $8. Is it $8 or it's seven? It's one of those two, excuse me. And a $10 tier, you'll get access to two bonus episodes. One is with me and Logan. One is with me and my brother. Uh, it's like two hours and like 45 minutes of free content, basically, once you subscribe. And, uh, and I don't know, man, it's just I mean, release, it's worth it. We'll release one monthly as well. Yeah, I mean, one, one monthly, you get you get an entire episode of Hawks Hawks, I mean, all to yourself, essentially. And, I mean, it's definitely worth it. So, you know, if that's something that interests you, be sure to check it out. You can also get ad-free content if you subscribe to any of them. There's also, also little, like, perks on there. You know, just check it out if you'd like to. Um Oh, like I said, yeah, it's eight dollars and ten dollars to get the bonus episode. So there you go. Ad free content with all three tiers, five, eight dollars and ten dollars. 
just check. Um, so yeah, check that out if you would. We appreciate it. Logan, you have anything else you want to say? I do not. All right, well, there you go. Um, be sure to get us get at us on Twitter. Um, you know, our Twitters are in the description of the episodes always. So is our YouTube channel. We upload our episodes over there. If for some reason you don't listen on YouTube, um, I will say this, though. Be sure to give your boys five stars, whatever listening platform you're listening on to. And, uh, yeah, as always, you know, go Hawks these last four games. As always, love you. Goodbye.